Welcome, everybody, to the World's Greatest Podcast for all comic, movie, and other nerdy needs. I'm Riley. And I'm Joey, and we're just two dudes taking on the world one podcast at a time. And we always surprise you one simple question. What's, What's up, up with you? Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. What's up with you? <laughs> um, not a lot. We watched a movie? A movie. We did watch a movie. 1917. In 1917, we watched it. Yes, we actually are time travelers. We are. Fun fact. Fun fact. You guys did not know that. No, they did not. Because um, we did not go back in time and tell them. Uh, or did we? That's what we're doing right now. We're recording this in 1917. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> we're on the front lines of the war as we speak. Everyone's looking at us very oddly. Yes. Hello, Commander, General, Captain, <laughs> Lieutenant, Lieutenant, Sergeant, uh, Corporal, Ulysses, Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> We're in the Civil War now. <laughs> um, mm, yes. <laughs> wow. Um, there's Morbius, uh, Commander in Chief, and uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out Leonardo DiCaprio is immortal. Uh, I thought that that was basic knowledge. Did you? Know I, that? I thought Keanu Reeves was basic knowledge. That Keanu Reeves is basic knowledge, yes. or that he is immortal. Both. It should be. Yeah. Yeah. Leonardo so. DiCaprio and um, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Our brothers. Yes. They were birthed in different times, but from the same mother. <laughs> That's how most brothers are. <laughs> Besides twins. <laughs> and even twins to an argument. Um, okay, okay, hold on. Let's just, we're done. Okay. Last two minutes, we're um, done. Um, so what's up with you? Uh, I watched a movie called Willow. Willow? How was that? Have you seen Willow? I have not. It's a 1988 fantasy movie directed by Ron Howard, written and produced by George Lucas. Starring Warwick oh. Davis, Val Kilmer, and other people, but I only know remember those two. And it's a movie, and Warwick Davis plays Willow, um, a wannabe sorcerer guy. Interesting. And he finds a baby, and the baby is the all-powerful baby. It's the baby who's gonna. It's one of those. The queen saw a prophecy that a kid's gonna kill her, so time to kill all the kids. Oh yeah, of course. You know, as you do. Yeah, yeah. So he finds the baby, and he's and they're like, "You gotta bring that baby." Oh, um, Warwick Davis. If you're not familiar with, um, he's the actor who played one of the Ewoks. Wicket. Probably Wicket, because that's the only one we can remember the name of. Yeah. No, no, no I, I got you. I think I already got the website pulled up on him already. And he played the leprechaun from the horror movie Leprechauns. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Um, what was the other Ewok's name? There was another Ewok. I don't, I don't remember. Let's, let's see here. Yeah, no, he did play Wicket. And he was Professor Phileas Flitwick and Griphook in the Harry Potter series. Oh, and interesting enough, he played a he played a fictionalized version of himself in the sitcom Life's Too Short, which is a mockumentary by Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. They're those guys are pretty funny. I have not seen that. I kind of want to see it. And and they quote the shows about the life of a showbiz dwarf. Really? That's what that's what the that's a quote I think from the show or something. Uh, but yeah, he played a yeah. Warwick Davis actually he's a really good actor. 
So there's Whittle. Oh, these are Warwick. The... Warwick? Warwick. And uh, Wonka. Mm, interesting. Those are the ones that Chewbacca knows. Yeah. But Warwick Davis, he's pretty cool. He's uh, he's 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 actually a really really good actor. Um, so yeah, so he plays the main character Willow, and he's like, I want to be a sorcerer man. Um, Does he get a lightsaber? No. I don't think I've ever actually seen any of George Lucas's other movies. Have you haven't seen uh, Howard the Duck? No. I first I saw like the first few minutes and then the duck boobs came on screen and my mom was like, "No, we're shutting this off now." <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So um, yeah, that's basically it. But yeah, um, but what was interesting was that uh, they had it where uh, they casted a whole bunch of people with um, oh, I don't remember what the medical term, the fancy uh, medical jargon for it is, but uh, they all had dwarfism. Mm-hmm. They casted a whole bunch of them. Uh, to play like they basically they split it up and so Warwick Davis they were like they considered themselves like their own race thing I can't remember what they called themselves and then they had like the the Dimani or something behind some some weird fancy fantasy word and those people were considered all giants huh and those were the norm like you know like Val Kilmer and stuff right yeah so I just thought that was interesting it was interesting that in yeah. in universe um but I think it was pretty cool, because uh, I guess there's, like, a whole thing about, like, actors with dwarfism, and I guess, I don't know, I think someone told me about how, like, once, you know, they were mad that they didn't hire actual people with dwarfism to play the dwarfs in Lord of the Rings and stuff, and instead they just used guys and had them, you know... Scaled. Yeah, you know, but, on their knees but, or whatever. Yeah. Whatever dumb things they did. Weird giant feet on. Yeah, what a... You know the weird stuff they did, because um, there's some great actors. They're still really, like, like Warwick Davis is amazing. He's he's pretty good. I don't think that I've ever seen him in anything. I've seen a lot of his things. How could you? Except for Star Wars. He's got a good name. He's got a good name too. Warwick he does. Davis. He does. That's a fun That's a name. Very good name. That's a fun name to say. Um, but yeah, he plays Willow, sorcerer guy. Uh, he plays it really well. Um, just kind of playing this like he's like a dad. And he's just, you know, he's like oh, I got a family. You know, got got to take care of whatever and he's like oh man this baby oh jeez willis you know like very relatable feels like a real dude just in a fantasy world kind of thing but he mm-hmm. still feels like a part of the world right because he's still like man i'm gonna be a sorcerer it's gonna be great but he just feels very relatable he doesn't force anything nothing feels forced it feels very natural um and then val kilmer he's like this he's the best swordsman in the world kind of thing and they somehow come across each other and they go try to kill the queen and there's other characters as well. Um, but I watched it. It was pretty good, actually. Kind of darker than you expect from a PG movie. Hmm. Like, you see a lady get mauled by these dog bear things. Oh, nice. And you're just watching her get eaten. And I'm like, like, there's no blood in anything. I guess that was the I guess that was the cutoff. Like, oh, you yeah. can show someone getting stabbed as long as there's not blood. I don't know. But hmm. it was surprisingly kind of aggressive. So the action was pretty good, is what I'm saying. Oh, and the... The set work was awesome. Those those creatures, these weird dog beast creatures, looked super cool. Pretty pretty high quality for being from the eighties. You know, there was a little bit of weird, tiny like um, 
what are they called? Brownies? You know what brownies are? No. Like a, they're like a type of fairy thing, but they don't fly and stuff, and and stuff. So they're just, you know they're like people that are like the size of your thumb kind of thing. Oh okay. Yeah, like you know, like like Tinkerbell. But they don't fly. No, it's like a Scottish thing, Scottish folklore thing, and they're like, yeah, they're just kind of like flightless fairies, and they just kind of mess around with stuff. Interesting. Yeah, the world of fairies and spirit and sprites or whatever is, it's vast, vast and. And, and deep huh. lots of knowledge but um they have they have some of those and they look kind of weird at times but that's just weird green screening things yeah it's weird to make little people i mean <laughs> like yeah it's like that because you can say like oh they're just filmed Especially on a different in, set in the 80s and it's like real yeah. there's some decent ones there's some decent shots like where it's just the, them it looks okay, but it's like when it's there right, right, right. with a bunch of other right, right. people, it's like it's weird. But it was it was good, and the uh, reason it came up was uh, I guess Ron Howard uh, was like, "Yeah, I'm probably gonna make a sequel series." Oh, for Disney Plus, so yeah, probably will be set thirty years after, which the movie came out. Oh, okay. Around 30 years. Yeah, yeah about a little years years. ago. And he wants to get Warwick Davis to come back as, like, an older, more mature Willow. Mm. He was pretty young, like, younger than he is now. Right. Quite a bit, so they'll they'll make him, like, a, maybe, like, a like a big old, sorcerer. Old, wise wizard. Yeah. Oh, there's a wizard in that movie. I don't remember who played him. Ah, oh, man, but he's so funny. The, the wizard of, um, the sorcerer of Willow's Forest is, uh, he's quite funny. Hmm. It's, it's like he's actually magical. At first, I thought he maybe he wasn't because there's a part where he dumps some bones. Like I'm gonna read the bones, <laughs> you know. And he dumps the bones out on the ground. And he's like, he leans in. He's like, don't. They're not. They're not. They don't tell me anything. Um, <laughs> I have your, no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> they're like, what's your opinion on the matter? And he's like, do you want to go? And he's like, yes. He's like, the bones have told me he wants to go. <laughs> but then he can turn an apple into a uh, bird, and he can turn people to stone so he is a magician like, oh okay he actually is a sorcerer it was i guess that one scene was just like yeah this this part's it's like i'm, I'm just memeing over here yeah, yeah, yeah i don't really know what's going on yeah like i could i could blow up everybody with a fireball but <laughs> this this is dumb this ain't real magic <laughs> there's no such thing as reading bones come on <laughs> if you want me to turn bones into snakes maybe maybe but maybe reading yeah. bones come on get no, out that's, that's, that's a whole nother level that's silly <laughs> that, that's a subsection of wizardry yeah but uh, it was a pretty good movie. Pretty good. Solid time. Didn't expect it to be as enjoyable as it was. There was a thing where Val Kilmer pretends to be a woman. Ah. And it's very funny. It's got, it's got fruit filled in his dress. Nice. <laughs> he was, Classic. They were they were, they were large, large breasts Val what, Kilmer what, what had. What kind of fruit was oh, it? Oh, it was a very variety of fruit, I think. It wasn't even like one big fruit. What? It was just multiple fruit. That's what I'm saying. Like, it was mad. It was huge. It's like bitters than his body. Hmm. I was like, what? <laughs> it was funny. It was a good scene. Yeah. He was trying to evade this woman's husband. Okay. Because he was like with the woman, and then the woman's like, my husband's returning. Quick, dress up like a woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, obviously. That's what yeah. you do in that situation. Yeah. But, yeah. It's, it's interesting. Other than that, uh, I, I, I played your Rebels. Yeah, I played your first time I've yeah. ever played Rebels in Star Wars Legion. You did pretty good. I think I played them well. List 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 build was weird, and then your cash, 
dang clone troopers yeah this was so hard to destroy first time i played them correctly too so like gosh we were both playing very well you made a beautiful board that was that was real nice but man like i'm just sitting here and i'm like i'm shooting <laughs> and nothing's dying no like, my only person who could get kills was Han Solo and Chewbacca. Yeah. Because they had really good guns. Everyone else was, like, one, like, like a few damage here and there, and then you just block it. And I'm like, stop. Stop it. Yeah. So, um, so then I was realized I didn't have it. I needed ATRTs. Yeah. You know, you were 100%. right. Because I'm so used to the Empire. There's not really very many good vehicles. Right. So you just never run vehicles. Yeah. But like I'm, unless I was running heavies. There, there's a reason why I always run three ATSTs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The art See, the thing about the ATRTs though is that I mean RTs. Yeah. Unless you're playing Rebels will destroy them pretty fast. Ish. Right. Maybe not like super fast, but like they'll put them in their place. Yeah. But the other three factions they don't they they'll don't just get clap. Yeah. Not much. like clap clap, but like they'll do damage. Right. They'll, they'll do some damage. Um, if you get two to shoot at one squad, they're pretty much gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, I got you. Because the only time we ever run support in the Empire is when we have E-webs. Mm-hmm. And they're not vehicles. Right. And they run completely differently. Yeah. So it's like, I don't really run support that's not a turret. I've never, like, yeah, we could run, like, speeder bikes, but... Speeder bikes are in a weird spot. Right. And they're all, I mean, they're kind of trash. Because I think they're not as... People are like... I think people think it's coming back, Joey. Remember back speeder in bikes? the day? Like when we started playing like a few months into the game or however long it was. Like three speeder bikes? Veers, yeah, the Veers triple bike list. Mm. Some people are saying they think it's coming back. They think, hey, guys, maybe... Because there's been so much stuff has come out, right? Yeah. We have a lot of... For the Rebels and Empire. Yeah. But also we have two new factions. Correct. So now instead of being like, I'm probably going to go against the opposition or the same list if it's right. good yeah. or something. Now it's like, oh, wow, I have a 25% chance at a mirror match and then three completely different play styles. Right. There's a lot more randomness. Right. Um, Which is kind of nice. It's, it's so much nicer. Like, sure, we all play each other. And so, like, I know you're going to play clones because you're still, you just got them. Right, right, right. So, but you don't know which one of us is going to play what. I mean, that's fair. Well, that's the thing. I think because we haven't really gotten a nice full Legion night in again. It's mostly just yeah, no, we haven't. ones here and there. Ho- hopefully. Hopefully, maybe this weekend. Normally. Because then we'll get all, you know, get a bunch of boys together again. Yeah. And then maybe some randos. And then who knows? And anyone can run anything. <laughs> exactly. Then you're like, oh, who are you going to go up against, you know? Then it's exciting. Yeah. But when it, it, it is when it's us, then we, we're all pretty sure we know what the other person's going to run. Yeah. Because um, we all talk, I mean, we all all talk right, about all what right, we're so, going to run. Yeah, so Taylor, he runs the same, same thing every time. Yeah, he's got... Carson, either two ATSTs or well, well, no, Car- Carson goes through waves. Like, he'll find a list, and then he'll just play that list a bunch. Oh, okay. Until yeah. he finds yeah, his yeah, next you're right, list. you're right. So he played the Palp list, which was great. Right, it was a yeah, good li- really good, good list. list. He played that for the longest time. Then he switched into... What was supposed to switch it into then? Didn't he sw- Was that just straight into the ATSTs? I'm pretty sure. Because he never ran Vader. He might have run Vader, but like in meme games. But in actual right. one-on-ones, I think you're right. Mm-hmm. I think he started running Veer's 
vehicle lists again. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that, that's that's what Carson's like it now. And, he, and, and like you me, said, if I play Rebels, it's three squads of troops with Z6, three ATRTs, and then three and heroes, then, right? Because you do Luke, I, Leia, Chewie? No, I never run uh, Luke. Oh, sorry, no. Han, Leia, Chewie is what I meant. Han, Leia, and Chewie. Yeah. You, you, or I get rid of Chewie. Yeah, and then you just run a few other things other yeah. places. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I always, yeah, that's the and thing. And then you are usually... I usually Veers. ran Veers or Krennic. Or really, Krennic. I, I feel like I'm the most versatile yeah, out of everybody. Because I'll be like, the only thing I won't, I haven't played, like, in a one-on-one is Palp. Because I don't think right. Palp is fun. Yeah. But, like, I've ran a lot of Vader back in the day. Then I played some Veers. Then I played a lot of Krennic. And then now I think I'm still playing Krennic. Right. But yeah. I've I've, done, I've actually done quite a few lists. I had a suppression depression list. Remember that list? That's true. Yeah. Um, I had yeah. yeah you're, you're the only one that actually mixes it up. I know. I'm like, ooh, what should I run this time? And I I'll think be that's like, why I like to fight you. Yeah, no, because I'm always like, what is he gonna do? New strats, <laughs> new everything. Yeah, it's like they never done. It, it's like an actual different game every time I play against you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't ever stick with anything. And if I try to run things, I'm always like, what do I feel like running? And I don't ever, like, always map it out, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be like, I'm feeling into E-Web today. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, yeah, then Taylor likes his Luke Chewy bunch of Z6s. Um, and then two ATRTs? Uh, between, between ATRTs, number can vary depending, I think, on his Wookiee, if he runs his Wookiees. He's getting better at Wookiees, though. Gotcha. He completely locked down, I think, Carson's palp last time. Mm. Oh, Carson did run his palp list not too long ago. Yeah, I guess he did. Yeah. Yeah, because Car- it's just it's just that Carson hates uh, certain commanders. He hates Vader. I mean, that's fair. He's very expensive. <laughs> and I, I mean, I just hate palp, but I'll run everything else. I do like to run random foods, though. Yeah, you do. I just want to use my guys, so I'm going to be like, who am I going to use today? These guys look cool. They're dressed up in camo. That sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. Last time we played my, I played my umpire. I did run a kind of meta. No, it wasn't meta. Well, no, I guess what I did start running a Krennic shoreline list, but I only have one yeah. thing of shore troopers, so yeah. it's kind of just a Krennic gunline list. Yeah. Where I put shores on one side, Krennic or er, death troopers on the other, on the sides of Krennic, and then just have my, have some snows go and clean up your boys. Yeah. And then I mean, that is always expected, though. Like, if you're playing Empire, you're always going to use snow. <laughs> That's the thing. It's interesting, because, like, you That's, don't... like, the most consistent thing. Well, DLT squads? Well, that doesn't really count, because they're the base well, troopers. Yeah. But, yeah, you... Yeah, every Empire list usually has at least one snow just to be a cleanup crew. Yeah. Almost all the time. Um, and then before that, I played a Vader... I had like a Vader gun line, I remember. I had like a gun line still set up, but then I had Darth Vader coming in from another side. Oh, yeah. Chip chopping. Chip chopping you up. Um, yeah, I, I have been trying out the gun line stuff. So maybe I'm playing a little more meta, but. Oh, Boba Boss list. Oh, that's there true. Was, Carson did play some double, double bounty list. I haven't played too much. I think I've only played once ever. Really? Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a game against Taylor, and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I should run my 
bounty hunters more. No, no, no. Because I'm running your clone, your 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 rebels. My rebels, yeah, yeah. And I'm running your clones. <laughs> yeah, I'm letting you borrow my clones so you have a full army. But you did order your second Clone Wars set. Yes, I did. Should so- come. Hopefully before February 7th. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. Sometime at the end of January, early February. Um, ooh, ooh, and when I get home after we're done podcasting, I'll post a picture of... Uh, oh, your new boys. My new boys. They're pretty crisp. They look pretty They're sick. so crisp, I can hear the crunch. <laughs> so crisp, you can hear the crunch. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's been... Been pretty it's pretty fun. It's been fun. Legion be popping. Moving, moving and shaking. I'm seeing soon. more leagues and stuff pop up, and I'm like, oh, 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 who am I going to join? <laughs> I want to fight. Let me fight some people. Yeah. Mm. Pretty good. Also, if anyone's interested in uh, Star Wars Legion and you have Tabletop Simulator, you can just download the mod for free and try out the game. Join the Legion Discord, and you can find yourself a person who will show you the ropes or some people are pretty nice in the community. That's true. So... You can check out the game on the internet and then be like, hmm, maybe I'll buy it. Because the game's popping. I mean, the moment the Clone Wars came back in stock, it's basically out of stock yeah, it's, again. Yeah, it's the stuff. The stuff rotating crazy. so fast. So, yeah, it's good. It's good stuff. Other than that, I mean, yeah, we're just we were playing some Legion. I watched that movie. Um, nothing else too crazy. Yeah. Spring semester. We're going to school again. Yeah, That's sadly. Lame. lame. Lame, 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 Joey, I swear. Uh, other than that, I, uh, I'm i almost done with Fallen Order still. I'm still stuck on this dude who's got lightsabers battle thingy. He's got two lightsabers. I'm just like, ugh. But I'm almost finished with it. And then I'm going to go back to playing Death Stranding. Because also mm. I originally played it on my mom's PlayStation. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't have my PlayStation set up. Gotcha. And and I was I was, you know, home for the holidays, you know. Yeah. And uh, I was like, okay. And then I played it on hers. And I was like, oh, it's pretty fun. Now I have to put it in my PlayStation and uh. replay through it. Which is fine because like, they have like great music. Uh, there's a band that he took a lot of music from, and they're so cool. Like So cool. So fresh. Like, we like we should start – I don't know. Uh, you know what? Next time we play Legion – Maybe because we should play like some music in the background, not necessarily okay. this I'm music, down. but like I was, I was with our like uh, our buddy Taylor, and we were just doing something dumb, and I just started playing like the Separatist anthem. <laughs> it just makes life better, you know. Yeah, it makes life yeah, better. it really does. <laughs> just yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Maybe th- maybe that's just me, but like having like big old marching music stuff, it's uh, it makes me makes me pretty happy. Oh, I think it's Bones. I think that's the band I'm thinking of from Death Stranding. Bones UK? No, 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 not Bones UK. That's mm. that's a that's a different band. Yeah. It's a very different band. Yeah. <laughs> uh no, they're like they're like this other band. I don't know. Or maybe the song No, I think the song's called Bones. Take that back. I think I mixed it up last time too. Mm. Yeah, no, the band is Low Roar. Their son, their song, Low Roar. The song was Bones, is that I'm thinking of? Gotcha. Yeah, Low Roar. Um, I think I remember them having some pretty cool songs though in Death Stranding. So, yeah, it's like it has. Uh, let me let me look them up and see if someone else can describe it better than me, right? Because it's it's cool the way they do it. Um, oh, here you go. So in the about. Right for low roar, 
when you Google them. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's pulling it from. I don't. I don't know where it's pulling it from. But it says like the music, the musical version of Vision of Ryan Karazija. I think he's Swedish or something. I don't know. Uh, turns moments of solitude into airy ambient soundscapes. Huh. Into big memories. And basically, oh, Iceland actually. I think it's Icelandic. But basically, it's way the way, cool the way Kojima uses it, where like there's big open like mountain, and then this music is like swelling, and it's all like, oh my god, this is so cool. <laughs> And that's it. That's all I have to say. Huh. It's a cool music choice. Like, Low Roar, like that said, it's like, it makes it so, like, these very grand, it makes things feel very grand. A lot of landscapes, you know? Yeah. So very kind of, like I said, calm and stuff. It makes it, it turns into a very grandiose and, like, and, like, epic proportions. Right, right, right. It makes me feel like I'm going, like, the Odyssey or something. Mm. You know, like a journey of the ages. So it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, and I think one of their songs is Bones. Might be the first one you come across, and it's pretty cool. So there'll be some cool scenes to see again because you can't just play their music through the game. Metal Gear Solid Five, you could find like cassettes, and you had an in-game music player. Yeah, this doesn't have that. I'm pretty sure it just plays it for you. Well, it's just it's like cutscene things it plays. Oh, okay. It's like set times it plays, and I'm like, it has good music other than that. I mean, there's there's good music that plays as well. It's more like I want that specific song to play. Just turn the volume off. No, 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 from your phone. Oh, well, yeah, I could, but that's not as cool, you know. I like games that that work together, right? Um, yeah, I gotta do that. Oh, I forgot about a bunch of games. Bunch of games. Whole bunch of games. Uh, I bought the humble bumble, humble bumble, humble bundle, humble bum bundle. bundle. Uh, yes. <laughs> For the Australian Wildlife Relief Fire Stoppy Bad Stuff thing. Oh, I think nice. it's Australia Wildlife Relief. It's like 25 bucks minimum, and you get like a bunch of games. And I was like, eh, I'll save some koalas. I don't like koalas. But this is a bad time to say you don't like koalas. You don't like koalas? All they have is chlamydia, and they're all going to die anyway. They're so cute. No, they're awful. They're terrible. <laughs> the kangaroos. I'll save the kangaroos. Yeah, save, save the baby joeys. Even though kangaroos are also incredibly violent, and they'll like come to your house and kill you. That's just Australia for you, mate. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I'm hard on their animal, but no, obviously I don't want animals to burn to death. Yeah, There's nervous people be like, fair. that animal's gross. I'm not going to touch it and burn. <laughs> like, those are two very different attitudes. <laughs> I am not Emperor Palpatine. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so I gave some money and I was like, World Wildlife Fund, get out of here. Never give money to ch- big charities. That's just not my hot take, you know? Hot take? Big charities, you know, with lots mm-hmm. of infrastructure, don't give money. Most of your money's just going to... The infrastructure. Yeah. And never to the actual thing. Always direct, uh, char- do charities that are, like, locally and, like, actually made for things. Right. So I was like, oh, I'll just give, like, almost all of it to this actual Australian wildlife helper charity. And then I'll do some more to, like, this other British one. Because, you know, since Australia's ex-British. Right. The royal family. And they're all, they all technically are under the royal queen still. Oh. At least Canada is. Interesting. I think it's, like, to keep their thing of, like, they're, like, a prop, I don't know, some weird stuff, right? It's, like, it's like formalities and stuff. It's all in good spirit, you know, like, oh, yeah, we all like the queen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we don't listen to her because queen doesn't have any power over anybody. But, right. But, yeah, 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 queen, queen. <laughs> queen, queen. Yeah, so. But I got a Euro Trek Simulator 2. So I've been driving trucks through Europe. I of stationed course. my thing in Berlin. So I've been nice. driving a lot through Germany. 
pretty fun. And that has a way where you can put in music you have downloaded on your computer into the radio player in the game. Or oh. there's a way to make it so it can stream in your internet stations. Really? Um, so I'm like, can I get like my Pandora or Spotify? I think so. I think that's what it's designed for. That's pretty dope. Yeah. And I did just fix my graphics card, so it stopped freezing my screen when I alt-tab, so I don't, like, have to do it now that my alt-tab oh, nice. works. Yeah. But, yeah, cool beans. That's pretty awesome. So I thought that, I like those functions, especially because you're driving. Right. On roads, and that's yeah. it. It's very dangerous. Don't text while drive. I test tested it. <laughs> Crashed. <laughs> Yeah, not, so. su- not surprised. In-game I tested it, not in real life. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah, no. In Euro Truck Simulator. Don't test that in real life. In Euro Simulator, I was doing multiple things, and it's very hard to drive a truck. Or any car, for that matter. But you ever try to do that? You ever been in an arcade and you play one of those driving things? And you got to text? You ever tried texting while you're driving in one of those like arcade race machines? No. I have. It's very hard. It's a good simulation of how hard it is to pay attention while driving. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I remember texting people like, hey guys, I'm texting while driving. And they're all like, stop, what are you doing? I'm like, nah, it's an arcade, I got you. <laughs> nah, it's, it's not a very good joke now that I think about it, but yeah. I was like 50. <laughs> or even younger, I think so. <laughs> I was pretty dumb anyway. <laughs> um, good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's it. That's I I played Euro Truck Simulator and Duck Game, which is a fun little party shooter thing that we played. Yes. Steam has yeah. remote play, so you don't have to own the game to play the game which necessarily. Nice. Yeah, and then we play Yeah, regular human basketball. That's a lot of where fun. you play basketball but with giant robots. That's a good Super one too. Super weird game. So weird, but it's we were already developing metas where Taylor would like throw the ball over your head and then catch it from below you because you would fly up to grab the ball. But then he would be like, whoop around. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, we're already. Yeah. You weren't noticing no, that? I yeah, that's what he was hitting you with. He tosses it up, so you're flying up, and then he it shuts everything off, so his robot falls immediately, and then he re grabs the ball and then runs below you. Mm, he got them juice. He's try, he trying to break them ankles, man. He's trying to break he them really ankles. Is. Yeah. Yeah, we have, no, we needed we needed a fourth person. There was three of us, so I yeah. just I played the dude who would just run around and just push the ball and push press buttons. That you're really good at working the robot. Yeah. So when we were working together, Taylor barely stood a chance. Right, when I was right. on Taylor's team, it was like 50-50. Like it was neck yeah, and neck. Yeah, it was pretty even. I almost had you. Like it took both of us to fight you. I, it's hard for me to calculate the shot. Ah, yeah, fair or, enough. Or well, I was I no, was, I'm I'm more of a defensive player. Mm, like gotcha. I can stop you guys from shooting. I can't get to the other side of the court. Or there was one where we <laughs> we got you stuck in like the basketball hoop. <laughs> we were just like oh, yeah. we're just in the so corner. Weird. We're like we're not letting you out, man. <laughs> and I just I had to keep breeding the ball back because yeah, Taylor yeah. kept missing the shot, but he couldn't move or else he would free you. So we just pinned you in the corner and kept throwing the ball and see what would happen. It's dumb fun. Dumb fun. Yeah. All right. We should actually get to our episode, though, Joey. Yes. <laughs> uh, we did see 1917. Yes, we I'd did. say we'll cover that in the Oscar stuff. Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll, this will be an Oscars episode. Yes. And um, But first, before we do that, we got two trailers. Two trailers. I'm slapping you. Woo! Slap. Uh, Morbius. You want to cover that one first? Yeah. The worst one of the two? Yeah. Actually, just the bad one. The other one's good. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so we finally, so literally, right after I we do the last episode, oh, yeah. they're like, boom, Morbius. And I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I just on. hit stop. Um, he's a living vampire, for anyone who doesn't know. He's got blood disease, and he's a scientist, and then it turns him into a vampire when he tries to make a cure. Yeah. That's why he's the living vampire, because he didn't die. He just really wants to eat blood, and he's very strong. Yeah. It It's interesting. I don't think that I'm going to like it a whole lot. I don't think I'm going to like it almost they, at all. See, they trick you. They get your hopes up because they're like, same studio that made Spider-Man Homecoming and Far, Far From yep. Home. And then it says, and Venom. Well, Venom made a billion dollars, so. And that's because they thought, everyone thought that it was. I didn't, Venom's not that bad. Venom's pretty bad. No, it's not. It's, it's pretty bad. It's okay. It's pretty well, bad. Well, we're getting a second one this year, I think. Yeah, we shouldn't be. So, with Woody Harrelson as, as um... If people were, like, actually intelligent... Hot take, hot take. Um, if people were actually intelligent and knew that Marvel and Sony were two different... No, that's not how it works. Because... That is how it works. Because... It, it wouldn't have made money all the way through. They made a lot of money every weekend, which meant that even word of mouth and stuff, people still wanted to go see it. What you're mistaking is, what? Joey, things that were popular in the 90s are bad. <laughs> um, what? What? Like, think about it. Like, think about, like, all the action movies and stuff that made a ton of money. Action movies, aren't they bad? Right? Name an action movie with a good plot. Name one. Um... Trick question. The answer is the only one I can think of is like Sicario. <laughs> then why did Venom get 29% on Rotten because Tomatoes? Because they do the critic score, not the audience's score, which oh, is 80%. Yeah, 80 see? see, That is much better than I thought. But still, I thought that it was... No, you don't understand. The A lot of people who just want Venom, they're just like, ah, it's Venom, it's cool, whatever. And that's literally all you need to please Venom fans. But was it Venom? I mean, yeah, yeah that was but like no, that was definitely without Spider-Man being in it. It was weird. It was just like, but it was Venom. I don't know. It was I, weird. I just didn't like it. I thought that it was kind of trash. I thought it was okay. I mean, I think the only parts to like really like, no, be... no, 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 don't. I'm. It wasn't like a like bottom of the barrel movie. No, it's bottom of the barrel. It wasn't like emoji movie. Like so. So here's the thing. Trash. I think this is very similar. The Predator. It doesn't have good story ever. Predator was a good movie. No, 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 sorry. I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about, like, in the franchise, they don't have good stories. Not at all. Oh. They're just action. All yeah. of them. Yeah. They're not, none of them have anything to do about their plot. They just want to see the Predator but the, and death. the newer Predator movie was bad. It was bad. Why? Why was it bad? Yeah. Because uh, you didn't have, like, any Predator. You killed, they killed the Predator, and, like, immediately, and then you had that weird, Didn't like, they have, like... No, remember the Hulk? No, they had the Hulk Predator. The Predator who was, like, 12 feet tall... They, remember they were genetically yeah. engineering? He wasn't the real Predator. No one liked that Predator. Mm. So it didn't even, like... Because remember, because cause like you get the Predator, and you're like, oh, okay. But then it was just Predator dogs and a really big dude who spoke English. Yeah, I remember that. That was weird. And also, it was autism is a superpower, which people don't like. Yeah. They're like, you don't need to do that. Just, like, if you're going to do autism, just do it like they're normal people. Don't make them, like... You don't have to pander. Most people don't like that. Hmm. Yeah. 
That yeah. makes sense. Like, there wasn't much actual predator killing people until, what, the last ten minutes when everyone dies in the woods together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also, it was a comedy. They were trying to make it a comedy. Remember that, how... Yeah. Oh, that was so bad. Remember there was, like, a joke every four seconds? Oh, that was weird. Yeah. No, that was just weird. But then, but then Predators... That came out before predators. that. That was the one before that had like a ton yeah. of predators. Yeah. Everyone loves that one. But it didn't make a lot of money because I don't know why. Marketing probably. It's usually marketing is the issue then. Hmm. But everyone loves that one. I think that's actually like really good. It's just a plot of just a bunch of people living in the jungle, like having to survive on an alien planet. That's it. There's literally no plot. But it's so much fun because it's like just a bunch of predators hunting these different characters. It's actually like if you give people that, most people loved it. Interesting. Because all they want to see is people kill each other. <laughs> the problem with Venom was Eddie Brock, probably. Like, when, yeah. when he gets in the, like, the lobster thing. Like, that's the... The lobster thing? Remember when he gets in the lobster tank and he just pulls out a lobster and just eats it? Oh. And then he starts eating garbage? I think it was stuff like that was weird. I think if you kept Eddie Brock to not be whatever character choices they made for him, it would have been so much better. I thought his acting was kind of bad, too. Well, no. I mean, I didn't think his acting was bad. I think he was just playing this weird character. I think the character was just bad. Maybe the writing was just bad. No, the writing was bad. That's what I'm saying. Like, this character was written to be that. I think I think um, Tom Hardy did what he was supposed to do. Right, right, right. Which he was, like... I'm not... Like, I don't think he's bad. I think he could have been a good Eddie Brock. It was just, they weren't like, yeah, be a normal dude. They were like, no, you got to be a really weird, like... like insane... Yeah. Okay. Kind of, just kind of lame, unrelatable in every way. Um, can we just do all that? And it'll be like, okay. Still not a good movie, though. No, I mean, it's, it's fine. I don't understand why it, it hits every single movie note as averagely as you could. It just feels like an early 2000s superhero movie. It just hits all the basics in a row. It's paint by numbers. It's the it's the epitome of a five out of ten, in terms of movie making quality. That's all it is. It's just it just is. You know, it yeah. just exists. But because this movie came out in twenty eighteen, yeah, I think you're right. No, I think you're right. I think eighteen. Yeah. In comparison to all the other movies that came out, I don't do rating scales based on other things because that is a flaw of a rating system. I mean, in a sense, I mean, but no, 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 no. I see what you're saying. No, 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 because the movies we would have rated, like, the early X-Men. Those came out now, 5 out of 10. When they came out, about 7 out of 10. It has gone down comparatively. It was, like, that's what I'm saying. This is just average movie, like, superhero movie-making quality. For 2018 or 2000s? Both. The reason why it works in 2000s is because nothing existed before it. Okay. Like, I watched the first X-Men. Everyone's like, it's good because it was the first of what it did. And then everyone did it. Oh, and so it became yeah. the average. Okay. You can't have an average until you have things. So saying, is the first one bad because it's the average is like, well, I don't know. Because there, w- if you consider that nothing else existed. So that's why it's higher. It's more that the early, the first ever early 2000 ones are higher because they first existed. Mm. So they get a pass. Okay. There you go. That's what it is. Venom's not brought down. Those movies were brought up for being the first. Oh. So, like, like X-Men. Oh, like, the okay. first ever X-Men okay, movie. Okay, okay. It's better than what it would have been rated because it was the first one. So, it's revolutionary in that sense. 
So you give it a few extra bonus points, right? Right, but that, I mean... Because the first X-Men movie came out in 1999? It's very paint-by-numbers. But you're like, ah, this is the first time we ever saw the X-Men. And the first time anyone pulled it off. Being able to pull off a mediocre movie? Pretty good. Not bad. Ah, that's I, I have fun with it. But then when you get to this and you're like, okay, we've been seeing this for 20 years now. So you are just as average as you can be because that is literally what we have dictated the average 2P movie. So, I think that's where I'm going with that. But whatever. Why are we talking about a Venom critique again? Because in in this episode of the podcast, we're going to be critiquing a lot of movies. That's true. We're almost an we're, hour in and we haven't done anything. We're getting warmed up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Morbius. Okay. It doesn't look good. <laughs> no, it doesn't look good. It looks bad. Jared Leto's going to... It's going to be bad. I mean... Jared Leto's going to send dead, dead bats to his co-workers. He's going to send bats with feces or something on it, isn't he? Just a guess. Probably. I don't know. I, I don't know Morbius I told very you. well. That's it. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need to know. I don't think I've read any comic book with him, though. I don't think there's much more past that. It's always just Spider-Man punches him in the face, and then I think he might be the one that bites Blade. He is a Spider-Man villain, though, right? Yeah. Well, everything's a Spider-Man villain. Ah, that's true. Because Spider-Man was the only popular, really popular one. Yeah. So every villain has probably originally showed up in Spider-Man, but yes. He was originally mostly a Spider-Man villain until Blade, I think, got big. Gotcha. And then it became a Blade thing. Kind of like Kingpin. So Kingpin was a Spider-Man villain until Daredevil kind of claimed him. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's cool. Yeah. Um, are they going to have a hero in this? No. It's an anti-hero movie, just like Venom was, Joey. Okay. Or is Spider-Man going to be in it? They could do that. He is. I think he's going to be in the post credit scene. There's posters of Spider-Man, by the way, if you didn't notice them. Really? Mm-hmm. He oh, walks, yeah, yeah, yeah. He no, walks I, by I did some. see that. Yeah, yeah, and, and but it doesn't matter because guess what? Michael Keaton has the vultures in here. Yeah. So you know what that means? We have our Sinister Six, I think. What? Wait, is Morbius going to join the Sinister Six? It's going to be Morbius, Venom, Vulture, Scorpion, Rhino? Mysterio. Mysterio. Because Mysterio, watch it. Here's what's going to happen. Mysterio fakes his own death. Because remember how we always said that? Yeah. They never actually confirm he's dead. He's just like, yeah. is it? Is he dead? He's just like, oh, the holograms are off. And it's like, well, oh, that, that must mean he's dead. Because that's how uh, dead yeah, people are. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Computer off? He dead. <laughs> um, or something like along that nature. Yeah. Mysterio leader or vulture leader? I feel like Mysterio. Maybe maybe that's the plot of the movie. Power, Mysterio. Power imbalance. Ah, that's true. You know? Could bring out flaws in the team. Could. Could be. Resulting in their ultimate demise. Oh. <laughs> that is the most bland writing I think we've ever come up with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's so paint by numbers. Um, um, but yeah. But that's all they're looking for. They did, no joke, it is. Um, Do you think this movie will reference Peter Parker? Yes. No. No, they, they won't. Because, I think it's actually... Because the only person that knows is the Vulture, and he's like, I respect No, people. Mysterio knew, and he remember he broadcasted at the end of Far oh, From Home. Oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think this movie might take place before that movie. Well, no, this is a completely different universe, right? No. Michael Keaton has the Vultures in it. Because remember, Sony's pulling... I mean, it's the same Spider-Man, too. Cor- a different universe correct. can have Sony the same owns people, Far From Home. Oh, okay. This isn't like... Because remember, this is Sony's big plan. Let Disney write, help help have Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Gives popularity. Sony takes him back. 
Disney still really wanted them. They're like, fine, you can still use them. They're not going to change their plans, and they still are using the same character. And anything Spider-Man's in, they can technically... All the solo stuff mm-hmm. is they, they legally own. Because they make Far From Home. They made Far From Home. They made Homecoming. It's their movies. And Disney's just like, yeah, those are canon. So when they said, yeah, Venom's in the MCU, Ken Feige was not very happy. He's like, but really, can he say no? I think he has to say yes. If he, I think there's like an yeah. underlining agreement that he has to like not actively say no. Yeah, probably. In order to keep Spider-Man. So it's the same universe... It's like, the, it's like the Netflix series, I guess. It's like a little bit more in touch than the Netflix series. Maybe more like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It's like it references those movies, but it doesn't ever go into those movies, or those movies don't go into right, it. Right, but it will still take from those movies? Possibly. It could reference them, yes. Maybe. It okay. could. That, that's... That might be what happens. That's kind of good, because then they can't do, like, world-changing craziness well the problem is if they do then then we're going to start getting we're going to get some dragon ball level stuff of where fans are going to debate what's canon and what's not canon anymore no (laughs) that's what's going to end up happening if they start doing that because right now it's fine because everything's in san francisco right we don't go there well once we maybe did in ant-man the wasp that doesn't count that doesn't matter Yeah, yeah nothing like it's not like new york city where it's like wait a second where's stark towers right 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 so um, that's true. I don't know. There's, I think there's going to be a lot of beating around the bush. It's going to be a lot of, a lot of beating around the bush. So sad. Sony ruins everything. <laughs> Do they? Do they now? They made a good Spider-Man trilogy. Or they're going to. Because I assume the third one will be just as good as the other two. I don't know. I don't know. Because Kevin Feige also did, he like, he helped write and also, like, yeah, those are solo movies that Sony made that uses actual Disney characters. They use Tony Stark, remember? Wait, who? I just Sony? realized. Yeah, yeah, because Sony. Far From Home and Homecoming are Sony movies. Right. Because they were made with Marvel Studios. No, no they're made from Sony. They're, they're made by Sony's house. Marvel didn't touch any of it. The only thing Marvel gave them was Kevin Feige's help in writing. That's literally it. Everything else, I think, went oh. through Sony. That's why people who were like, Disney deserves more money, they're making it great. Like, no, Sony makes these movies. Disney doesn't do oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, like, Disney doesn't that do anything. a lot. Like, yeah, everyone just went on Disney's who, side. Who's the director, then? Oh, so the director of Ferris Bueller. <laughs> fun fact. That's why in the first Spider-Man, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, they make fun of Ferris Bueller. Uh, John Watts. So who's directing Morbius? Oh, not John Watts. I'll look up in a second. But hold on, let me. Maybe I thought I swear I remember reading that everything was done through Sony, right? Are you lying to me, Riley? Um, it does say that Marvel's like Marvel produced it. Well, no, it does say Marvel Studios is in the production of that of Homecoming, with Columbia Pictures, of course. But I swear that's what I remember reading is that they did everything themselves, like all the editing. Was their house? What was this Columbia? It was distributed by Sony Pictures. Well, yeah, yeah, because the production company is Columbia. That's their production company. Sony, Sony doesn't. Their their production company is uh, 
Columbia. But it also says that Marvel worked on it. So... Yeah, I'm pretty sure Marvel had a lot more to do with No, it. I don't think they do. There is no evidence, I feel like, that they did. Look, Sony was literally going to go against... This is, this is the thing. Sony was going to release the second Spider-Man in between Infinity War and, and Endgame. That's when they wanted to release it. And they were like, but we just killed him. We're like, we want to release our movie then. Hmm. Like, Sony has a much bigger pull than Marvel ever does. They have a much bigger pull, but that doesn't mean... But there's no evidence that I can see that Marvel ever actually did anything. Well, I don't really see any evidence that shows that Sony did anything, except for own it. Columbia Pictures. Oh, yeah. That is Sony. (laughs) So... So you have to say, if Sony distributed it, Sony owns Spider-Man's rights and their production companies on it, and then you have Marvel Studios... Okay. That's the thing. Well, the problem is is that they're not ever going to say who did what. They're under no legal obligation to ever say what happened. I think. Um, but that's, remember, that, that's what I remember seeing, is that Sony made the movie... Marvel just produced it, or helped produce it with Sony, and gave, or, well, Kevin Feige was one of the executive producers. Um, uh, I don't, well, Sony, Sony Pictures Image Works was part of the visual effects thing, and a bunch of other ones. I don't know who Marvel uses. Oh, they just use third-party ones. So... So, like, special effects, they use some third-party ones, and then Sony used their own special effects one team. Um, wow. Funny enough, special effects are quite, you know, specific. They actually have a very nice list of who did what and everything. They're like, this company hmm. made the boat scene. And I'm like, why out of all things, we know what the <laughs> CGI was. Like, what about the filming? Like, who did the filming? Right, right, right. Who owned, like, who was paying, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who was on set? Like, that's what I want to know. But, like... They don't ever say that stuff. That's so weird. I know. I don't know, man. I mean, kind of makes sense though, because but like, it's a company doing that's a thing. specific job. I thought, of just from my knowledge, they just helped produce, and so like they provided Kevin Feige, and I don't know what gave money or something, or nothing. I don't know whatever it means to produce. It literally means nothing to be a producer. It just means you could just say things. I thought, you know what I mean? Right. And I'm like, I don't. So that's what I assumed they were there for. Um... And also, like, I feel like it adds to the thing because they were always, they were, Sony was going to release the third movie with or without Marvel. The moment, the moment the deal went out, they're like, we're still releasing that third movie. Yeah. Like, that, that's what makes me think, like, Sony's in control. They don't care. They own these rights. They're like, we own these movies. So now, because here's the, and part of me's like, I don't, because, like, Disney's name's not on any of them. Disney can't put them on Disney Plus. Right. Because they don't own them. Yeah. It's like they didn't make them. So I'm like, I don't know. I don't... Hmm. All I'm saying is Sony has ultimate power and they can do whatever they want and Kevin Feige just either has to be like yes or no. It turns out they've had multiple disagreements. I did not know they had disagreements on release dates though. I didn't realize that Sony was trying to get Spider-Man to come out after Infinity War but before Endgame. That's interesting. That is. (laughs) I... Hmm. Hmm. I wonder how many other close calls we've gotten of really bad stuff and then Kevin Feige has to talk him out of it. Probably quite a few. (laughs) 
Like, I'm not saying what Kevin Feige did is a small feat, but I'm just saying, like, in terms of who did, in terms of, like, physical things. Right. I think Sony did more, almost all, of the actual physical things. And Kevin Feige just has to keep, like, pushing them to do the right thing that he wants. Right. The thing that doesn't, like, mess everything up Yeah, I think think he's constantly, it's like they're horses, and they're pulling the carriage. Right. But he's got the reins, and he's like, eh, <laughs> eh, please, please go this way. Yeah, I think that's how, it, that's, I think that's the best analogy I can put towards it. Gotcha. I that think, makes sense. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe they'll supply him with, like, helpful things to make the movies, but again, like, maybe they'll, su- I don't know, they'll supply the horses with food, you know? Hmm. But I don't know. It's weird, though. It's, it's yeah. weird, and it's bad, and it's gross. Disney, just buy the rights back. Don't buy Sony. Don't buy Sony. Buy the rights from Sony. Yeah. I'm just kidding. They could not afford to buy Sony. Sony's too big. Probably not. Because Sony is like in every single electronic department. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they would have to buy PlayStation. They, they they'd have to buy more. TVs. They'd have to buy everything. And so it's like, no, nah, that never happened. Sony. Sony starts producing their own TVs. No, I think Sony's or Disney's so touchy about going into other markets. I would assume so. Like, they tried to do video games, then they were like, no, video games, gross. And then when they bought Fox, they were like, we're just going to cut all the video game departments. Uh, like, they hate they hate doing anything that's not shows and movies and stuff for some reason. Like, they hate games and all that other stuff. Whatever. It's what they want to do. Stick to entertainment. I don't know how we got on that rant. That was a rant. We're very... Morbius. We're very disjointed today, Joey. Let's go into the next trailer. Black Widow. Black Widow looks great. Looks pretty good. I like it. I don't know, this new trailer, trailer 2, the first, you know, 10, 30 seconds or whatever, looked so crazy. Yeah. I think it was shot weird. It looked like a weird yeah, it, action movie thing. Yes. Drum, yes. Dramatic action 100%. movie. And it was so dark, yeah. which is really weird for a Marvel movie. Yeah, until she got her outfit on and then we were back to Marvel yes. mode. They were yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, when she lands on that uh, catwalk thing, yeah, looks very Marvel-esque. Taskmaster looked cool. He does. Taskmaster looks like Taskmaster. He's got a shield. It's a pretty cool shield. Yeah. And he, they showed him doing his mimic mimicry yeah. ability. So, confirmed. Oh, I didn't realize that that was... Yeah, that's what that flip, well, one, the, the flip of up his, stance. Yeah, yeah, yep. Taskmaster, he has photogenic reflexes. Is very, what they're called. Very interesting. Yeah, how do you think she's gonna beat him if he knows with all her moves? Gun. It's always with a gun. Well, no, because he could, he could he photogenic gun reflexes. He know he can become a gun. <laughs> he becomes the gun and shoots back. <laughs> or he he photogenic re- reflex memorizes how she shoots. You know, like what her trigger pull is and everything. And then he knows where the bullets are going to go. Hmm. Maybe. Could I be a thing. Yes. I mean, his, his superpower is so strong, he would learn how you shoot. Like, oh, she pulls right. So she knows where she's going to shoot. You know, like, you know. That's true. Wait. You would only need to look at how, like, the muscle tension is in her arm and everything to figure out how she shoots. And also, he's fought lots of Black Widows. He probably knows how all of them shoot, because they all probably shoot exactly the same. That's true, actually. <laughs> so. But that still doesn't deny that they shoot very Wait, well. Wait, what if he doesn't have his ability, and he's an ex-Black Widow, and that's going to be a twist? No. That'd be lame. That would be lame. 
I don't think Marvel does that stuff anymore. Ever since the man, the man, um, the Mandarin. Remember when they had yeah. the Mandarin twist? Oh, everyone, everyone was so hated it. Yeah. Yeah, nah. It was funny. It was kind of funny. I mean, it was funny, but it was kind of at the time. It, it was, was yeah. The, thinking not funny. back, now that we're gonna get the actual Mandarin in the Shane Chi movie, now it's funny. But yeah. But then we were all like, "Oh, I'm so mad." <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, hope not. But it looks good. It still looks really good. I'm really more, I'm way more excited about it than I thought I was gonna be. Yeah, me too. I thought I was gonna be terrible. So it's gonna be interesting. Because she also fights um, a bunch of other Black Widows. Yeah. I wonder why. I guess Wait, she, do they call them? She said Black Widows, yeah. She said the, they're all okay. Black Widows. Okay. Yeah, it's like an assassin name. They're all 007s. They're all Black Widows. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, she's going to fight a bunch of them. I wonder why. She's like, I'm sick and I'm sick of every brainwashing... Uh, us women, I'm gonna kill you. Cut out my ovaries. <laughs> well, I mean, it's pretty messed up, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's pretty awful. Oh god, it's gross. Yeah, and not not. I mean, the action probably would be gross, but like morally and humanely, that's gross. Yeah, it's like thinking about Nazis. Like that's like oh gross. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. probably not the best word to use for that, but that's what I'm. I think people feel me. More, you vibing? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more culty. I don't know. I mean, Nazis, yeah. Nazis I mean, did not, human yeah. experimentation. I mean, they skinned people, man. And they made furniture out of it. That's basically what... That's oh, what... Yeah. That, oh, <laughs> no, God. Nazis were awful. No, there's... Nazis were arguably worse than cutting out your, you know, ovaries and stuff. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. That's... Yeah, yeah no, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, black widows are more, more culty. Oh. Nazis are more Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Like, Nazis is a term that you use when people are literally insane now. Hmm, <laughs> good point, good point. Okay, I, I can, I can so, see yeah. that. So, yeah, I yeah, can yeah, see yeah. that. You're saying Nazis are <laughs> Na- worse. Nazis are much worse than cults. <laughs> was Nazism a cult? Maybe, arguably. To some, it was a cult. I don't know. I don't know. This doesn't, it's an argue of semantics. Everything's a cult, really. Really? Any group is a cult at yeah. the end of the day, I think. Yeah. So, I'm just arguing semantics with you. We don't have time to argue semantics, Joe. No, we gotta we go. Don't. We gotta, gotta keep go. Moving. Um, yeah, it looks really good. Super cool. Yeah. I'm sorry, I got a text rush. I'm getting tacos. <laughs> there you go. Sorry, everybody. Podcast tacos. It's important. I needed tacos. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So, uh, Black White looks super good, super exciting. Oscars, Joey. Oscars. Oscars. Here we go. Big big thing here. I got a whole Oscar's list of... Oscars, my dog. Uh, he's an Oscar wiener dog. Yes. He's very cute. Um, let me let me pull up all the Oscars, Joey. So, the Oscars dropped, and I was like, let's look at them. And I was like, <gasps> these are awful. <laughs> Not awful, but... I think some movies should have gotten on there. That oh, definitely, out. definitely. Okay, so let's just hit it. Let's hit with some fun facts here, okay? Fun facts. Uncut gems. Uncut. How gems. many nominations? Zero. Just mercy. How many nominations? Zero. Joker. How many nominations? Like fifteen. Eleven, but good enough. Yeah, basically <laughs> all that they could have. It feels like. Uh yeah no absolutely crazy. So, those are just the hot takes. Uh, Adam Sandler got robbed. 
I got robbed. Uncut Gems is really good. It's way better than some of these things. Yes. I thought he was arguably could have won Best Actor, and I don't know why. Like, I think he was in the runnings. Just blasphemous, okay? Yeah. Blasphemous. I think, yeah. I think that probably would have been my choice for Best Actor. Yeah, no, like, he was, he was really good in Uncut Gems. He was super good, but, um, yeah, crazy. Okay, let's just, let's just, let's just do the big one, right? Best Picture, Joey. Best Picture. Ford v. Ferrari. No. Why? I don't know. Why? <laughs> if, if you actually watched that movie. I was gonna fight. Please, like, email us. Why or, did you like, like it? like, DM us. And tell us how in the world this movie would get nominated okay, for anything. Okay, fair enough. I can see why people liked it. But tell us why it should get an Oscar. Yeah. There's a difference between a movie being good and enjoyable and Oscar-worthy. But who even went and saw it? I know one guy. You know one guy because he <laughs> has a Ferrari. <laughs> That's actually, probably the actually, only I don't, people... I don't think he's seen it yet. I think it was a different guy. I don't think he's he, seen he, it. He only <laughs> knew about it. <laughs> He really like, wants I, to. I, he really wants I to see. I have heard literally nothing oh, yeah. about this movie until they dropped the Oscar announcement. Uh, uh, I saw one trailer for it, and I'm like, that looks fine. I didn't even see trailers. So here's the thing. I think we're getting bamboozled. Supposedly it has more to do with a story of, like, against big business and stuff. And it's just, like, two dudes want to race, but they got to defeat big business. And that's more what it is. What? Yeah. I don't know. It's a true story. That's why I got an Oscars because it's a true story. You know, true stories always get Oscars. Actually, Just Mercy was a true story. Oh no, I hundred percent agree. I don't. I'm so. Oh, I have just, no idea. Just Mercy. I have no idea how that was by far there. my favorite movie out of anything that has come out in my entire life. I was so good. It, oh, I was crying. Oh, I was so, so shook. Hard, dude. That movie. Like I, I went in not knowing a thing. I was just like. I was like sort of familiar. I'm like, oh, lawyer. Yeah, yeah. Other dude. Bl- sure. Black lawyer trying to free black man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then for unjust reasons, you know, yeah. paint by numbers. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. it was like, oh and god. I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Yeah, I came out completely changed my view on the death sentence. Oh yeah. Like I'm usually like, ah, death sentence can't be that bad, but now I'm like, no, let's like not <laughs> kill almost anybody. Yeah. Like terrorists. I'm usually okay with terrorists. Um, well, like, like crimes that you, like, you know, a hundred percent, like mass shooters, terror, oh, yeah. like terrorism, like where they just blow up like, a, like there is no real ifs, ands, or buts about that. That's just kind of like, they're too dangerous to be let alive. I mean, that's my opinion. Yeah. But that's a, that's a much, that's a much tamer opinion. Yes, it, it is very tame for like, that's like... Like, compared to this scenario. Those are, like, federal highest crimes in yeah. the world kind of crimes, yeah. you know? It's not like, eh, he may have killed somebody. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. <laughs> uh, let's kill him in a couple of years, and everyone yeah. will be happy. Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, like, I think killing someone doesn't immediately mean you deserve to die. I, yes. You know what I, I agree mean? with that. Some people think that. I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, it's not... There's so much more that you got to look at. You got to look at, like, how much do you know is true? What was the reasons? How did he do it? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's so many layers. Like, the dude with PTSD. 
Like yeah, like I, I, he should have been getting help, not in exactly. a jail. Yeah, and then they kill him, and I'm like crying in the theater. Oh. I'm like, oh my god, that, that scene alone, so I was bad. like shook. I was yeah. so shook. I was like, like I, I'll be honest, I thought that I was gonna throw up because yeah, of, like like this movie changed me politically in a, to an extent. Yeah, how is that not an Oscar movie? Exactly. This movie in like influenced literal real life opinions on things. Yes, and yet it didn't get nominated for <laughs> anything. Oh. How? It's and, complete trash. And how is Oscar's it? trash. Don't support them. I hate everything. And how is it not getting talked about? Like, I saw a few people talking about it, but not enough people are... I, I don't think they... I guess they just didn't have a big Oscar push. I, I don't think... Because Oscars is entirely... It's a new form. It's, like, also marketing costs. Yeah. They pay to get nominated, I, basically. I, I don't think that I saw any marketing for this movie. No. Not for this. They weren't doing an Oscar push, I think. Come on. They could have so easily. Yeah, they would have done it. It would have been great, but I don't know. I guess they just didn't want to. Sorry, that was the first movie. Uh, the four view Ferrari. Uh, then The Irishman. I saw it coming. It's just Scor- Scorsese. It's three and a half hours long. It's probably artsy. Yeah. <laughs> so Someone told me that it's like three and a half hours long, and I was like, ah, maybe I won't watch it. But you can it. watch it on Netflix, so you can watch it in parts. Yeah. So... Uh, Jojo Rabbit, which I need to see so bad. That makes sense. It's a satire on Hitler. So it's a very unique, mm, but also okay. topical and political-based movie. So I'm like, okay, I really want to see it. It's, it's supposed to be great. I really wish I saw it. Um, Little Women. Mm, another Little Women. I, mm, I, I hate Little Women. <laughs> I, I, Not Little Women. Not like Short Women. <laughs> <laughs> short Women. I mean, it hit me. <laughs> but uh, no, um, the, the book... The story, very awful. But this one's supposedly good. Yeah, I've I, I heard this one. It's a good version they, of they Little Women. They said it was very good. Like people who hate Little Women I, are like, it's actually pretty good. Yeah, I've been a little hesitant I to hate go Women. see it. Ugh, um, hate Little Women as a story. More, more. Um, Marriage Story. I watched yeah. it. Like okay, it probably was. I think that's pretty good. It's it's super topical because it. I think it shows a very. Now I've never been divorced, but it seems like a very real. Um, and very like, it's like a, it's like a compassionate, it's like, it's like someone, I don't know if he did, but like, it feels as if someone who like saw a divorce and was like, this is what divorce really is, you know? Yeah. It's not nice. It's not pretty, but it's, it doesn't, it gets ugly at times, but it doesn't have to be. And also remember like everyone's people, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like, it was good. It, it, it was really good. And like, it really, again, it was, it. I think there's a lot of people who saw it could relate to it, and I think it's it's very it's very um, observing of society. Does that make sense? Yes. It's kind of like this is what I've noticed the world is. This is how this is. Not everyone knows this, so I'm gonna show it to you. This is what divorce really is, you know. Yeah. And I think it's really nice because it's kind of sad. You know, divorce starts sad. Right. But at the same time, you're kind of like, well, it's not. You know, it's. It's not like the end of the world. No, and I think and like and, and you get kind of frustrated when divorce lawyers start showing up because then divorce oh, lawyers yeah, start are are bad, and then you're like, oh, but these were two real people, and now they're being like stripped all of their human characteristics, you know, their yeah. human hum, humanizing characteristics like compassion and mm-hmm. and caring for one another. Like you did love this person. Now it's just which is literally how it starts. It starts like, why did you love this person? And like. One of them, like Scarlett Johansson's like, nope, 
I can't accept it. Like, I'm not going to read this out loud. Like, I can't face face it. But, like, I think it's a good message. Like, but there's nothing wrong with that. Right. You don't need to be angry at each other. You can just do it and, like, oh, oh, well. Yeah. You know? I, so I do think it's really good. I would not be sad if it got it. But I would I would see a lot of people would be like, what? Why? And I'm like, but you got to, like, it's just because it's, it's just small and real, you know? Yeah. It's nothing big. It's nothing grandiose. It's just, just a divorce. Yeah. But it's good. 1917, we just saw. Yes. Makes sense. Very good. Very good. Very fancy, very artsy cinematography. Yes. Some people, one guy, one reviewer I saw kind of hated on it, saying he saw other movies do it better and that was kind of lazy, but he's like, there was too many hidden cuts to say you did it in, to say you gave it that in one take feel, right? Um, And I'm like, I don't know. I only saw... I mean, there were a few, and there were, like, two spots that were, like, oh, that was a strong hidden cut. Yeah. Like, literally black screen hidden cut. Yeah. (laughs) Like, not really even hidden cut, but whatever. But I'm like, it's fine. Like, I think think so much of it's better. I really related to one of the guys. Um, Okay, you know what? Forget it. All movies will be spoiled. If you haven't seen any of these movies, I don't know why you're listening anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, Get out of here. The tall guy who lives. Will. Will, yeah. I'm looking up his actor's name, though, because he deserves it, in my opinion. I heavily related to him and his opinion of war. Um, yes. I, I think that's how I, I would be in war. Yeah. I would go once and then I'd be like, I don't, I can't, like, there would be some part of me that maybe be like, I can't go back anymore, but at the same time still hate the war. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like taking everything from me and it's caused miserable stuff. Mm-hmm. Though, I don't know. Was there other stuff about that? That That's what I got. I got um, that the war was so messed up and so miserable was there another reason why he didn't want to go back that I missed? Because he had a family, it looked like, right? Yeah. And they said, come back to us. So I was like, it wasn't like his wife left him, right? No. Because he said he could have gone back. Yeah. And he chose not to. Right. I think it's that the war messed him up so much. He had nothing else. He was just like, yeah. whatever, I'm just like, going to stay e- here. Even if he did go back, it would be like... like, a, like, and, like and like the medals. Like, medals are useless, dude. We're all dying. Just Yeah. I think it's almost like kind of like he was depressed. Because, or in a way, he's, like, given up the will to live closely. Not really, because he also gets, like, there's something weird where, like, he doesn't want to go back, but he hates this war because it's meaningless, he sees. But he also, I don't know, I think he's just disheartened by everything and by all of it. I don't know. Yeah. There's so many the, layers. The, the one scene where they're, like, we've been fighting for this, and it's just, like, grass. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 absolutely nothing. I think that's, like, what he's feeling. Yeah, I think there's yeah. a lot of that. And his attitudes towards it are weird. I think he feels... He's really confused. I think that's yeah. it. I think we're getting mixed emotions. Because at times, I feel like there'll be moments where he just doesn't care. Especially in yeah. the beginning. He yeah. literally doesn't care. Yeah. Because he doesn't feel like anything matters. But yeah. then... He's like, he, I just want to sleep under this tree. <laughs> yeah, he's like, whatever. I'll why, sleep why under did, the why tree. Why did you make me go with you? Yeah, like, like, I'm just living my days here now. Like, I'm living until I'm done. Right. Like, I can't go back. This has taken everything from... Like, whatever. Who cares? You know, I've seen war. Everyone just gets slaughtered. Mm-hmm. Meaningless death. Like, nothing matters. You know, kind of thing. Right. But then I think when he gets the purpose, he sees his friend die. He has a purpose now. And I think that's when yeah. he kind of switches. And it's like super emotion. He has to live. Right. Nothing will stop him. And I think he gets it. And then, again, when he finishes his purpose, where does he go? Back to a tree. Yeah. Back to go sit under his tree. Because he's like, I'm done again. But this time he looked at his family. That's true. So, uh, George McKay, really good, I think. I just I really liked yeah, it. Yeah, no, I he, was like he I, did a good job. I really feel it. Um, and then his friend, 
Um, his, his friend also did a very good job. Dean Charles Chapman. He he was good. He had and then he was the opposite. Yeah, at first, or really he was, and like so like he was all lively and everything, and he he had like a nice attitude on life or whatever, mm-hmm. and and all that stuff. And then um, again, his death tries to send some of that good energy, the energy to live. Yeah. And like, it, I mean, it definitely does. And not, like, stay alive, but, like, truly enjoy or in somewhat cherish living. Right. I think is what he's getting at. Because he's always talking about his family. He's always telling fun stories, you know. Yeah. He looks at what's good in life. And the other dude's like, dude, who cares? Let's just march to the next trench, you know. Like, mm-hmm. go get the food. You know, whatever it is. Like, just do go through the mundane routine, whatever war is. I think that's interesting. I don't know. I think I think there's more to it. But the guy was like, this is just a generic soldier movie. I'm like, but is it? I think it shows two very interesting perspectives of a war that innocent, not innocent, but like, well, yes, innocent. None of them were, should have died. None of them were guilty of crimes that killed them. Yeah. They all were innocent men in a, in, in a way. Uh, but in a way that it's just, it's just a movie about normal people. Right. You know? That are just. That really don't want to be here. No. They had no reason to go to war. Yeah. They're just here doing a thing. I think it's I think it's good. I think it's quite good. And the one take looks pretty cool. It does. It's very fun. Like sometimes I even forget that it's being shot in like one take. Yeah. Kind of one take. Well yeah, so so there are some hidden cuts, but according to Sam according to Ryan Johnson, who said Sam Mendes, the director, told him that they did do it in one take in the sense that anytime someone messed up they had to refilm everything before it. So if they gotcha. messed up in the scene where they're walking through no man's land, mm-hmm. nope, you're going back under that tree and you're waking up and you're starting this all over again. Yeah. And so Benedict Cumberbatch was there every single day for six months and they paid him $25 million to sit in a bunker with a walkie-talkie that would be like, oh, we're, going, we're starting over. Oh, we're starting over. Oh, we're starting over to let them know that they're not going to make it. Like, yeah. For how long for him to wait in a bunker until they get to him. So, just interesting. In a way, it's one yeah, take. Yeah, very interesting. Um, I could I could see how, I mean, they just kept all of the recordings and been like, oh, okay, this first little bit that was pretty good, and then maybe I don't know if that's what he intended. The way he was it, wording it, it, it sounds like he used whatever it was in that take, from start to finish. That was the take that they got right all the way through. That's what it sounded like. I'm not sure yeah. if there's an explanation. Again, this was just Ryan Johnson tweets, so of what Sam Mendes supposedly told him. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Very interesting. Very I mean, interesting. E- even if they did manage to break it up, it's still pretty good. It's still just just doing all of that in one take. Yeah. E- e- like the section in one take is very impressive. It is. It really is. That means that at least one time they had to go through the entire movie without ever messing up. Oh, yeah. Which I'm like, oh, because at first I'm like, oh, that's a lot of work. And now I'm like, that was a lot of work on the casting and, crew. Yeah. And even if you did it all in one take correctly, they would probably still want to go again. <laughs> Maybe. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. But good movie. Really good movie. Highly recommend it. Could be a perfect movie. Perfect? Maybe. Uh, Possibly. We'll see. You'll have to listen uh, to our next episode of Perfect Movies when we make it. Oh, yeah. We'll have to do it. Part two. Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. We've always talked quite highly of. Yes, that was a very good movie. And then Parasite. Uh, 12th international film to ever get Best Picture. 
Okay. None of them have ever won. An international film has never won Best Picture, but this is the 12th one. Will it be the one? Or is it the 11th? Is it the 11th or the 12th? No, I think 11 have lost. And this is the 12th. So I'm mm. just saying, it's just interesting. You know, it could be history. Just saying. could be history. Hmm. Um, but it's like a Korean, like, horror movie. But it has many genres. It's like it flips the genre throughout the movie. The tone changes or something. But people are talking very highly of it, and I quite want to watch it. Is it in Korean? I have no idea. I mean, yes. Probably. And yes, because I... Uh, yeah, I think it's only in Korean. I'm trying, no, I'm trying okay. to think if there's an English translation. I know there's a part of the movie that's not translated at all. There is no translation for it in the movie. In mm-hmm. real life, there is, because it's a spoiler, so... I don't... I don't I didn't understand it. Gosh. Probably something to do with the Paris. I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't... Yeah. It's like a song in Korean. Right, okay. and it it's a it's a thing. So I don't know, but I don't know if there's it's in English dub or if there's only subs. I have no idea. It's a good question. Well, I mean, yeah, I can't. Oh, only do the sub. Oh, uh, of course. If you do dub, you get more emotion. You get good emotion that Gross. way. Gross. Um, and then Joker, best picture. No. <laughs> so that's all of them. <laughs> so. <laughs> Joker. I mean, I get kind of where it comes. You could be like, oh, but this is a movie that's showing like. Mental health issues, right? But it's a little it's unrealistic. It's a little romanticized. Unrealistic. I think it's a little romanticized. Romanticized and extremized. Yeah. And it was good. But not amazing. It didn't make me no. feel crazy amounts um, for them or anything. So it's kind of just it's, whatever, yeah. you know? So so what do you, what are you thinking? What do you... What are you feeling you would like it to be? Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You want Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Mm, yeah. Best picture. I want Just Mercy. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah <laughs> Just Mercy. <laughs> Is there like a write-in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can, can, can I write? Can we get on the Academy? Is there a way? Um, I would appreciate it. Oh, I really should have been Just Mercy. Out of out of that list, I'm probably going to have to give it to. I don't know. Hold on. I'm. 1917. I'm gonna do it. 1917. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it to nine, uh, nine, 1917. That's fair. Um. 1917 is also the favorite to win. It just won like best picture at like some other award ceremony thing. Gotcha. But it, it's it's definitely been sitting at. The best chance to win, uh, entirely. Um, Joker's at like sixteen to one, which is not very good. That means no one really thinks it's gonna. Cause, yeah. Because uh, because it's not. Nineteen seventeen is the only one, is the favorite to win with eight to thirteen. It's the only one where, that has a lower return. Gotcha. Than what you put in, because you put in just so everyone knows. I'm gonna explain to you as well, but we're gonna act like I'm explaining to the WhatsApp viewers just in case. Uh, yeah. you for eight eight to thirteen means you put in thirteen dollars, you get back eight. Um, now you usually get your initial bet as well. That's how you make well, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that still to show you're making a lower than a hundred percent increase. Right. So usually that means it's a favorite to win. Yeah. And it's the only one that has that. Uh, Parasite has five to two. That's not too bad. That's pretty high. That is pretty high. Like, wow. Like that's that's almost a fifty percent chance they think to win. Which is interesting. 
I don't know. Parasite we, might do it. Parasite we, might make history. You want to put some bets on yeah. it? Two to five to two, Joey. Put two bucks in, get five. Wanna put a hundred bucks in? Hundred bucks? Two hundred dollars? Two hundred dollars? You get back five hundred dollars? That's pretty good. <laughs> Oh, no, I I don't. I'm not a huge gambling man. No, but. I'm not either. <laughs> uh, then it's Once Upon a Time is in third, with nine to two. So it's a little okay. bit worse than Parasite, but yeah, not too bad. Um, I don't know. Four v Ferrari and Little Women are like, nope. It's like a <laughs> two hundred to one. Gotcha. <laughs> no, if you want to put a hundred dollars on that, two hundred thousand mm, dollars. I mean, it's a lot of money, or twenty thousand dollars, whatever it was. I don't see it happening. No way. Yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. I, I, I think 1917 might get it. But Once Upon a Time, very good. Very good option as well. As long as it's not Joker. Yeah. Not. Joker's... Uh, as long as it's... It shouldn't. Not Joker. Um. Best Director? By best Director? We got Sam Mendes, 1917. Uh, bon... June Ho, um, I believe Parasite, mm-hmm. uh, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time, Martin Scorsese, um, The Irishman, and Todd Phillips for Joker. It's gotta be. I mean, I haven't seen Parasite, so I can't accurately, uh, ac- accurately judge it. Yeah. But it's gotta be Sam Mendes. Yeah. The directing's very interesting, and yeah, and cinematography, and usually that's gonna. That usually takes the cake. Yeah, it's gonna give it a lot. Yeah, no, no one thinks Todd Phillips for Joker. Oh yeah, very no. low, very low chances. No. Quentin Tarantino probably not. There's not like crazy directing. Yeah, <laughs> it's more. Just, it, it's it's a, good it's, acting. It, yeah, not it's directing. a it's a very Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but maybe <laughs> I think Quentin Tarantino should have his own category of movie. <laughs> Best Quentin Tarantino movie. <laughs> Best actor. Now, uh, Joaquin Phoenix is Joaquin the Phoenix. He's the favorite. Twelve Definitely, to one. Or no, yeah. sorry, one to twelve. I mean, he's the favorite to win. Second with Adam. Uh, Adam Driver's in second with like eight to one. Like it's almost everyone's like it's gonna be Joker. Yeah. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix will get it. Probably I would put my money on it. I would yeah. not bet against him. Uh, Adam Driver, then Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, I mean, really, none of those matter though, because none of them are remotely close to the odds that um yeah that Joaquin will win. Do I want him to win? I really I, like I, Adam Driver in Marriage Story, though. I don't know. I don't. I never really cared for Joaquin Phoenix. He just feels like he's overacting, just to overact. It feels like Oscar acting. Uh, like yeah. you get what you deserve. Like, come on, mate. Like, chill, chill, <laughs> chill, chill. Just <laughs> calm down. Just chill. Um, I wasn't invested. I mean, yeah, you do kind of, yeah. If you want to be nominated for an Oscar, you do have to overact. I guess so, but I don't know. Um, best actress, I guess we have. Uh, the Plus, person to win is Renee Zellweger for Judy. So it's a different movie than any movie than any of the other listings. What movie? Judy. Judy. I haven't heard any about no. it. No. Uh, then Scarlett Johansson, I'm assuming, for Marriage Story. Gotcha. Uh, but re- really, it's just going to be her. It's like 1 to one to 25 or something ridiculous. So there she is for that. Um, there's a lot. Where I'm not going to go through all of them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, best Original Screenplay. This one might be interesting. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, 
Parasite, Marriage Story, 1917, Knives Out. Best Original Screenplay. I would assume Parasite, because you said that it has, like, a bunch of different genres. Yeah, supposedly. I mean, I don't know. That's what I read. It, like, switches between a few. That would be my guess. It's Once Upon a Time. Once Upon a Time? Yeah, four to seven. Four to five. Is it that? Right? Is it that amazing of a story? It's historical. Historical doesn't make something unoriginal, I guess. I mean, yeah. Because it's a historical story, so. With an added in character. So, yeah, that's a little weird. Um, 1917, quite low. I mean, it's like 12. Knives Out, 16. Marriage Story, 5. Parasite, 11 to 4. So, Parasite, possible. Not the best odds, but. A, mar- a Marriage Story has the best odds? No, 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 no. Once Upon a Time has best odds at 4 to 7. But I'm using, like, the same other better. I mean, there's there's variance depending on what betting place you go to this okay. is i'm using a congregate right now that just it kind of tallies gotcha. everything together once upon a time is that the best it's like four to seven it's gotcha. the only one that you know it's the favorite to win yeah parasites okay. next with 11 to 4 and then marriage stories at like 5 to 1 1917 12 to 1 knives out i'd i'd, I'd place a bet on uh parasite yeah maybe I, I think so i think it's e- possible even without seeing it just Seems like something that people could win. would be like, yeah. Hey, look, it's an international movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. I definitely agree with that. There, there's a possibility of that. I'd like Knives Out to win, but I know it won't. I think, yeah, no. I think it was I, good writing because I think it was it, it did some twists in the... Yeah, it did. In the whodunit category. I thought it did some really cool twists, and it, it, it did things quite well. Best Adapted Screenplay. Here we have The Irishman... Or, sorry, Little Women, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, The Two Popes... And Joker. I'll have you know Joker's like the lowest out yeah, of all of them. It's not, not, not at all. Um, two Popes, not very good. Jojo Rabbit, eh. eh. It's between Little Women, Irishman, and Jojo Rabbit. Why is Jojo... Is Jojo Rabbit a thing? What? Is it a thing? Oh, it is a book. Oh, I didn't realize it was a book. Huh. I thought Taika Waititi fully did, but I guess, huh. It's a book. There you go. Hmm. Um... Does that mean that the Irishman's a book? Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I heard you paint houses or something. I think that's what it's called. I heard you paint houses. Frank the Irishman Sheeran and Closing the Case on Jimmy Hoffa is a 2004 work of narrative nonfiction written by former homicide prosecutor, investigator, and defense attorney Charles Brandit, which tells of Frank Sheeran, an alleged mafia hitman who confesses to the crimes he committed working for the Buffalino crime family. Oh, so there you go. Oh, so I didn't even realize that the Irishman was based on a true story. Robert De Niro's char- character is a yeah, real man. guy who yeah. killed people. Oh, huh. well, there you go. Okay. It's uh, Little Women. Uh, yeah. Little Women? Little Women. <laughs> little Women. Oh, okay. Little Women's a favorite, but Irishman's close, I think. Mm. It's possible. It's... I was thinking the Irishman. But, I mean, Little Women makes sense, too. I think I think I think it's the favorite, or maybe Irishman is. No, it, it's actually I think it's it's between the two. Maybe. Ooh, it's flipping. I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't. I think Little Women slowly gain, gaining more traction. Irishman, I think, is losing a lot of traction. Hmm. I don't think. I think a lot of people. Are, I think Irishman was originally the one to win, favorite to win. I don't know. Uh, base makeup. Would you do you think Joker? Best makeup. Best makeup. Yeah. 
for Joker? Joker's was no. It can't be. I was just I even checked the odds. I was just curious what your opinion was. I thought it was pretty like, yeah, probably Joker. <laughs> oh, something called Bombshell might be slowly beating Joker out by like I mean Joker's face paint is just like like a literal dude dressing up like a clown could do it. Listen, Joker was very close to win though. So Joker could still is very high on the chance to win. Suicide Squad won it. For the crocodile or killer croc or whatever or something. For face paint? Suicide Squad won best makeup. So <laughs> remember Suicide Squad? What would what would they win it for? I guess Killer Croc. That doesn't make any sense though. Wasn't he CGI? No, that was all actual prosthetics and stuff. Killer Croc? Yeah, dude, it was just a just a yeah, just a big man with scales on his it's face. Been a long time. But you would wait. Re- he was just a normal sized dude. Remember, he was just a normal sized dude with scales all over his face. He was he wasn't even big. Didn't he have a tail? No, Killer Croc's never had a tail. Doesn't even have a tail in any of the Batman franchises. What am I thinking of? I have no idea. Thinking like I think I'm going crazy. The Amazing Spider-Man's the lizard. <laughs> I don't know, but whatever. Besides, boy, uh, that might be what I'm thinking. Of. I was kind of. I oh, know it yeah. won't win. He just wears bl- black and like a sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah. He wears a hoodie and he just yeah. has a hoodie up and it's just his face. Oh yeah. Has teeth. That's it. It's like his jaw. It's like all they did was like prosthetically make a jaw around him, and then. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, okay. I think that, I, I that think makes sense. That's what they wanted for. So, was his jaw motion? Um, 1917. I didn't know when I brought it up. How did they get him to turn so like white when he was dying? I'm not sure. That might be best makeup, unless it's just CGI and I don't see it. Could just be CGI, I guess. But I don't think it was. I didn't think so either. I saw him like, man, like he's actually turning white quite fast. Is there like time activated makeup? How'd you do that? I've seen the movie twice, so I the second time I was like really looking. I'm like, oh, maybe there was a hidden cut. I'm like, nope, no, I can see him turning white as I'm watching. Yeah. I can see the color drain from him. Maybe it was just CGI. I don't know. But I thought it was cool, right? But it was really cool. It's not getting a lot of love. It's not getting a lot of love in the best makeup category. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it just wasn't makeup. Um, Best supporting actor. Uh, We got Brad Pitt once upon a time in Hollywood. Probably Brad Pitt. Um, Al Pacino in The Irishman. Probably Brad Pitt. Uh, I don't know other people. Yeah, it's Brad Pitt. It's it's 100% going to be Brad Pitt. Yeah, uh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Brad Pitt. Good job, Brad Pitt. Because he was great. I loved him. I thought Brad yeah, I was no, like, he was. The moment fabulous. I watched it, I was like, what? <laughs> like, this is so good. I want to watch that movie again. Leonardo DiCaprio is not going to win Best Actor, though. Oh, no. No. Even for his improv scene of yelling at himself for being an alcoholic. <laughs> uh, that was actually probably my favorite scene in that movie. Joey, do you think that the movie that... So this is interesting on this betting thing. There's two bets that are questions. Okay. Will the same movie win Best Director and Best Picture? Director and Picture. Will they be the same person? Like, same movie. So, yeah. Probably not. So, so, well, I don't... Because in the lead is... uh, For Best Picture. Sam... Mendes for 1917. Mendes for 1917. And you think... And uh, I think Once Upon a Time, time will win. I think Sam Mendes could win Best Director and 1917 could win Best Picture. I think that's a pretty strong bet. That's not a weak bet. I think that's a solid bet. Yeah, no. It's pretty solid. Now, the other one is like Best 
actor, I think, in Best Picture, and that will not be the same one. Oh, no. Because that means Joker, Joker would have to Joker win Best Picture. <laughs> and that's not going to happen. No. <laughs> so, yeah, most people still say no, though. No on... Yeah. Director and movie? Yeah. The same? Yeah, director and movie. Yeah. I think so, too. It looks like there's only, like, one betting site for that out of all these t- 20 sites or something ridiculous. But whatever. Um, I thought it was an interesting thing to bring up because I read it on this uh, bet-checking website. Um, I, I, Yeah, best director and best picture will definitely not be the same one. There's no way. There is... There is no way. It's... <laughs> It's one to a hundred. <laughs> yep. Sounds about right. Hey, hey, put in five bucks. It's a one percent give back. I mean oh, one percent give back. Yeah. My bad. Yeah, not wait. Not very good, right? Yeah, because you put a hundred dollars and you get a dollar. A dollar is one percent of a hundred. So if you put five in you'll get what, five cents back? No, but you only do that if it's like a guaranteed thing to happen. Well yeah, yeah, but that's one percent interest rate. You could find better things just, you know. <laughs> but it's not guaranteed to happen. Oh, you, are you saying put it, put it... Sorry, I'm probably sounding weird, guys. I had to fix a computer. <laughs> I'm probably sounding all weird and echoey. Are you saying put $5 in for yes? Yes, for it happening. Oh, I thought you were saying agree with everybody. Oh, uh, no. If you agreed, everyone was like, oh, it won't happen. You're only going to get a 1% return oh, on yeah, your winnings. Nah. Never mind. I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. might as well because you'll get like ten times your money back or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. I misunderstood. I thought gotcha. you were like five dollars. <laughs> just get a free five cents. I'm like, what? Why, Joe? You get so five cents. You can get better interest rates. Just the stocks. <laughs> yeah, but that's better gambling. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was interesting though. Oh, since that's like basically guaranteed. Wait, is it? What? Uh. Hmm. Come on. You seriously think that Joker can win both? You think Joker could win Best Picture? No. No. So do you think that... Do you think Do you think but, Leonardo DiCaprio will win for Once Upon a Time? But putting in $10,000. Oh, to get a... To get... That's a weird way to make the money, man. That's a weird way to make the money. Maybe? I don't know if people do that. Because it's... I mean, it's basically guaranteed. I think more people do it with stocks because you get higher returns. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I'm not super familiar with the betting industry. Neither am I. I know literally nothing. Yeah. Except for how to buy a lottery ticket. Exactly. I just knew. I just learned what the numbers meant and what that means in terms of what people think will happen. Gotcha. There's like minimum numbers you have to give in. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's rules on how much you. I don't put in and stuff. So I don't know how that works. But that's whatever. That that was interesting. Interesting year in Oscars. I've seen most of these movies. Ah. Uh, I think I have. Yeah, I think so. More than 50%. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, definitely most. Enough to have actually have, like, a good understanding of what could yeah, and yeah. won't win. I'm definitely going to... I think Parasite's the only one I really got to watch to, yeah. like... And then if I do that, I think I will see every winner. I need to watch Irishman and oh. uh, Marriage <sighs> Story. Oh, yeah, watch Marriage Story. I had it for a minute. I think it's really good. It's nice just to have on. I think I painted while I watched it. Hmm. Maybe that's what I'll do. Yeah. It's not like a soothing movie, but it's uh, it's a lot just a, it's just a lot of dialogue and stuff. Yeah, so that's fine. You don't have to watch it; you gotta listen. Yeah, but yeah, guys, let us know what you think will win the Oscars. Who will win what? How do you bet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 
Someone explain to us why Ford. Just Mercy was not nominated for anything. But Ford Bree Ferrari was. Baloney! Next week, Joey. What Next do we want to do? Um, 10 out of 10 movies. More 10 out of 10 movies? Want to do part two? We never did part two, the complete Mandalorian review. Oh, that's true. We could do that, or we could save it for when the second season about to come out. Oh, no. Let's save it. I don't really want to talk yeah. about the Mandalore. I'm kind of tired of Star Wars. I, I think it's kind Last of... month burned me on Star Wars yeah. entertainment with how bad Rise of Skywalker was. <laughs> yeah. It's the lowest rated movie now out of all of them. Really? On I'm... Rotten Tomatoes. So I think people... Like, it's just bland. Like, yeah, it's just nothing. It's meaningless. Yeah. yeah. So, that's another rant for another way. Oh, Star Wars Best Score or something is nominated. I don't think it'll win, though. But best, just Best what? Score. Musical score. Oh, yeah. Because he always wins it. That, I don't remember any of the... <sighs> I think that that category is kind of weird to begin with, but Star Wars definitely should not be in there. <laughs> I don't know. He always He's always in there, though. Maybe. Like, is Joker in that one, too? Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I think Joker's the only music that I actually remember. No, no. It has to be scores, though. Remember scores? Yeah, that's like that's like what that's is like, scores? It's like the actual man-made music of like orchestras and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. It the Joker not have that? I mean, it probably did. Every movie I think does usually have strings and stuff, but like I don't remember it. I just remember them more using actual commercial music. Maybe yeah, that's probably what I'm thinking of. I don't. Here, you want me to check best score just to see what on earth was even remotely just for fun. remotely nominated? Just for fun. Uh, is it? It's not even on here. Maybe people don't bet on that because they're like, "Is Star Wars?" Yeah, it's Star Wars. Yeah, I don't even see it listed on this betting site. But here, I'll look up. I'll I'll pull up the best things for you. Oh, fun fact: animated feature film. I think Klaus should win for animated feature film. There's also How to Train Your Dragon, Something I Lost My Body, Missing Link, and Toy Story Four. No, Klaus should get it. If Klaus doesn't get it, it's a ripoff. Uh, everything's a lie. Uh, visual effects, we got Endgame, Irishman, Lion King, 1917, and Skywalker. I don't know who will win that. Probably Endgame or something. Probably. Whatever. Uh, cinematography, it's gotta be 1917 who wins that. But yeah. maybe Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Maybe Joker. Oh, original scores. Oh, Joker did have original score in there. Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Star Wars. I mean, John Williams, he always wins. He's won how many? Who knows? Ooh, 1917, when Jaboy sings... Does that it's, count? I don't think that's it. No, the scores are like the are those like are like the fanfare of like the action and everything. That's why John Williams wins is because he is like one of the only of two composers I think anyone could ever name. Ah. Uh, because he made you know the Imperial March. Yeah. The the Galactic Republic and Separatist themes like yeah no, the world's greatest composer in the world. That makes sense. So, yeah. At least I'm pretty sure. Here you go. <laughs> what? Is a score. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna come up with the right thing. A movie, a film score is music composed specifically the movie to enhance the story. It is usually instrumental only. So there's like a composer and he composes music. Gotcha. That's why. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. John Williams probably win. I mean, it's just because you hate Star Wars, you just don't know any of the factions' music. <laughs> I guess. Give it a listen. First Order, I think, pretty good. Resistance, pretty garbage. Gotcha. <laughs> so, 
prequels. Hey, just just like how the movies are. Yeah, First Order, <laughs> very First cool. Order, very cool. That's the thing. I think he had nothing to work with for the Resistance, so he just makes kind of like a samey feeling yeah. Rebels. Because it's not even an army. Yeah, it's just kind of like It's whatever. like a couple of dudes in their garage. So, Gosh. awful. Okay, yeah, next week. I am glad about that. We'll that that is the only thing that... Um, and special effects, but that's Skywalker. Fine. Yeah, yeah, Whatever. that's fine too. Yeah, maybe Star Wars might win it. They had pretty pretty scenes at times. It did. It had a couple. So yeah, Adam Driver swinging lightsabers is always cool. Ah, that's true. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll we'll see you guys next week. But you can check us out and let us know all of your opinions on Twitter at What's Up With You Pod. Do you spell with you? Uh, on Instagram at What's Up With You underscore. With you spell properly and email us your opinions, your memos of why Ford v. Ferrari should win every elect everything. Oh my <laughs> gosh. At what's up with you podcast at gmail.com, all spelled out. We'll see the you guys next week. Goodbye.